I want to welcome all of our campuses. Thanks for being a part of our services today. We are live stream right now across all of South Texas. Thanks for being a part of our services and also those online and our prison ministries as well. We love you guys. Want to let you know right now. Let's give it up for them as well. So grateful for you. Well, guys, I am excited because I have a special guest introduced to you that's going to be speaking today. This guy is a personal friend of mine. He is on our board of directors here at Church Unlimited. He is part of our spiritual covering. He gives me wisdom all the time. I ask him questions. I get his advice. When we have a situation we're facing, I call them. I call him. I say, what, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? He is just an amazing leader. His wife is incredible. In fact, she's preaching for him right now while he's here with us. She's incredible. And uh, he's got an incredible church. He just opened a brand new facility, state of the art, in upstate New York. He pastors Northway Church, an amazing church reaching lost people in droves. I mean, just a guy has got a great ministry, travels the world, speaking as well. We are so honored to have him on our board, and I'm honored to have him in my life to call my brother. Please give a warm South Texas welcome to Pastor Buddy Cremines. What's up, Church Unlimited? How's everybody doing today? You doing good? Great to see you. Great to see you today. What an honor and a joy to be with you in all of our locations today. Uh, and I just, uh, just bring you greetings uh, from upstate New York. We like to call ourselves the frozen chosen up there because we have winter about six months out of the year. And uh, we're known for the winter. We're also known for our Italian food. Can I get an amen for Italian today? Amen. I, I feel somebody right here. And I'm just so glad to be here in the promised land of Tex-Mex. Amen. Because we don't have that. Amen. Amen. We love you today, and it is amazing what God is doing in you and through you at all locations today. We celebrate you, and I just want to just start by saying you've been blessed with the best, and Pastor Bill and Pastor Jessica, can we just honor them right now? Come on, church, let them hear you. Come on, church, let them hear you. 25 years of marriage. Let's give it up for 25 years of marriage, people. Come on. And I just want to say, Pastor Bill and Pastor Jessica, we love you guys, and we love you and your family, and just uh, so inspired by how God is using you, and it's really cool to get to know all of your kids growing up. We got to hang out a little bit last night. The Bible says God honors honor, and the Bible tells us through Scripture that they're worthy of double honor, and as you honor them, God will release the windows of heaven. So thank you how you honor your pastors, how you take care of them, how you pray for them, how you encourage them. Well, if you have your Bibles today, I want you to jump with me, and let's turn to the book of Ephesians together in all of our locations. And I was praying about when Pastor Bill asked me to come on this weekend, I didn't realize it was right kind of really close to 4th of July. And so I was thinking through, man, it's the birth of our country, and it's the birth of our country, and it's also Church Unlimited. I'm praying through that, and I'm like, God, I may go here. And I felt the Holy Spirit just say, I want you to go to Ephesians, the birth of our country, and then Church Unlimited. By the way, can we just state the obvious? When it comes to church names, hashtag you win. Church Unlimited, best name ever. You got Church Unlimited names and then everybody else in the church world. Congratulations, you win. Incredible name. So Ephesians 3 and verse 20, and help me out, this is how we roll in New York. And if you see some words capitalized, help me out, say it loud and proud today at all of our locations. The Bible tells us this, God can do anything you know far more than you can ever imagine or guess or request in your what church? In your Let's say it again, all of our locations. In what? In your? 
in your wildest dreams. Now watch this. He does it not by pushing us around. He's not a bully, but by working within us. His spirit deeply and gently within where? Within us. Let's look at the next uh, version here. In the Amplified, the Bible says this. Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly. Isn't that a fun word? Super abundantly. Hey, how you doing? I'm super abundant. Thanks for asking. More than all that we dare or ask or think infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or what church? Or or dreams. Now watch this. According to his what? According to his, his power that is at work within us. I want to talk to you today, Church Unlimited, about you're pregnant with potential. You're pregnant with Potential. I guarantee you weren't expecting to hear that in church. Congratulations. You are pregnant. You have more dreams inside of you. You have more ability that God has for you to do. You are not too old. You are not too young. God has more. You haven't peaked. You haven't plateaued. God has more inside of you. Like, Pastor Buddy, how do you know that? I know that because if you are breathing this precious gift that God has given us and you're breathing air and your heart's beating, that is a sign that God's power is inside of you and he has more for you to do. He brought me here to stir you up today that you are pregnant with potential. I love this quote that the future belongs to those who believe in their dreams. Eleanor Roosevelt. Einstein said our imagination is more important than knowledge. Think about that because he was really into the knowledge thing, but he said actually our dreams and our imagination is more important than knowledge. I love this. The biggest adventure you can take in life is to live the life of your dreams. Oprah Winfrey. Um, And how about this? Our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. Hashtag Walt Disney. That's for Pastor Bill Cornelius. All right. And then I love this. I like the dreams of the future. Watch this better than the history of the past. The history is important, but God doesn't keep us in the history. We're pregnant with potential. And this is what Thomas Jefferson said. Hold fast to your dreams, for if dreams die, life is a broken winged bird that cannot fly. Langston Hughes. And probably my favorite is, I couldn't find the sports car my dreams. So I built it myself, Ferdinand Porsche. Pretty cool, huh? You are pregnant with potential. I want to ask you today at all of our locations, what would you do if you knew you wouldn't fail? What would you do? What would you do? That's like, it, it takes a lot of attention. We got a lot of barriers, but what would you do? Let's just open up our mind today. If we, what would you do if you knew you wouldn't fail? What would you do? How about this question? What would you do if money was no object? And then I love this question. What would you do if you could care less what everybody else thought? What would you do in this life if you knew you wouldn't fail? What would you do if money wasn't an object? And what would you do if you could have the confidence like, hey, I really just don't care what anybody else thinks. What does God want me to do? God wants you to know today you are pregnant with potential. I want you to consider this, that Wouldn't it have been enough for God just to say, you know what, I'm God, and I can do anything. 
I can do anything in your prayers and everything. We'd be like, that's right, God, that's a good verse. He didn't say that. What he said in scripture is this. He said, I'm God, but I can do far more than you could ever ask guest requests beyond your wildest dreams. I can do super abundant, pray the biggest prayers you've ever prayed. Pray and think the biggest and boldest dreams ever. Stretch your imagination as far as you can. And then our good God in heaven wants Church Unlimited and all of us to know today, you haven't even scratched the surface of what your good God can do through you. He's saying, I dare you to dream. You're pregnant with potential. And I want to encourage, because I believe that there's uh, maybe you're like, I don't know, man, because, Pastor, there's, I, I don't have potential because I don't hear it from my parents. My parents don't say I have potential. My spouse doesn't speak life into me, and they don't say I have potential. And my boss doesn't say I have potential. And my coach doesn't say I have potential. And my teachers don't say I have potential. And I'm just kind of the invisible person in the room. I'm kind of the one that's always overlooked. I'm kind of the one that's always ignored. I'm kind of one that's always made fun of. And I want to speak to you because God sent me here to encourage you. You are pregnant with potential. Just because no one else has spoken over your life, all that matters, my friends, is your good God in heaven. He sees it inside of you, and there is so much possibility and potential. And today, he just wants to help you dream again and get it out of you. I remember, I remember when uh, my wife was uh, pregnant and when she told me, uh, after I almost had a heart attack. And uh, I remember that over the first few months, you couldn't see it. You couldn't see any difference. She wore the same clothes. She dressed the same. And no one else would know. And just because no one else could see it doesn't mean it wasn't inside of her. But sure enough, over the months, what happened is she started to change slowly and slowly. And I remember when she would come home and uh, my wife's this little petite thing, and she uh, came home, and I said, how's your day, sweetheart? And she said, I'm starving. <laughs> I was like, what the, what happened? And I said, I said, you, you didn't eat anything? She said, no, feed me. And I was like, <laughs> what happened? And then I went Magnum PI, CSI, Private Eye, and I went out to her because I was like, I'm not matching up because I'm seeing all these like spots on her belly. They're like oil spots. I'm like, what is that? And so I went to her car and I found all these Taco Bell wrappers everywhere. And this woman was pounding the tacos from, ho from her work all the way home. And she'd come home, oh, I'm starving. <laughs> and our firstborn loves Tex-Mex because that's what she ate. Ta I'm sorry, it's all we had in New York. Don't judge me. <laughs> and so... I just remember that what, what happens just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not inside of you. God wants you to know that he sees incredible potential in you. And think about it. God has a great track record in all of scripture. The Bible is about God going for the underdog. God sees you. God sees that you're invisible. God sees that other people have overlooked at you. I'm confident that David, when his dad dissed him and his brothers dissed him, that he just like, man, I didn't even 
the prophet of God said. I don't think it's him. Here's the deal, that he didn't see what God was going to do through him, that God was going to raise him up according to the power that was within him, that God was going to do something great and he would become king. I'm confident that Saul, that later became the apostle Paul and wrote most of the New Testament, he never thought when he was killing Christians for a living, but he had an encounter with the resurrected Jesus Christ and then the resurrected Jesus Christ put his power inside of him, that Holy Spirit power, and then the person that once killed Christians for a living now is in a movement for Jesus Christ. I'm confident that as you look through scripture that Mary, that she was thinking, man, I'm just this little teenage girl and there's not much for my life. She had no clue she was literally going to give birth to the King of Kings. And so what God does all through scripture, the thread and theme is, if you don't get anything else today, get this. God believes in you more than you believe in him. This is the paradox of faith, my friend. God believes in you. God believes in you. Help me out, church and limit. Turn to the person next to you and say, God believes in you. Go ahead. I love you, church and limit. That was so lame. Okay? <laughs> so lame. And actually, the way somebody said it over, you're like, I don't know if I even believe it. So I want you to say it with some conviction, and I want you to say it, and I want you to spray it, and I want you to wheel it, and I want you to deal it, and I want you to make them feel it in Jesus' name. Say it at all of our locations. Go, church, church, online. God believes in you. Go ahead. Listen, I'm, I, I, played, uh, I played hoops back in the day, and... Uh, Yes, I was a prolific athlete. Thanks for asking. And um, back in the day, but when I would play, it was just so cool because it didn't matter what the haters said. It didn't matter what's happened because there was one guy that was always in the stands, and he was the loudest dude. My dad was like this big, huge man, man. He's just ginormous, large and light. had this booming voice. He's like the Southern Gospel Pavarotti. That was my dad. And he would be there at the games. And, be like, and, 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 and as, I would, as I would get up and do my 360 Shake and bake, see this, oh, I'll, I'll cross you up. I will cross you over in Jesus' name. I'll go, I'll go Uncle Drew on your head. You just ask Mason. Anyway, I remember that as long as it didn't matter what the score was or this, because when I was playing, oh, man. Whew. And as I was playing, I could look and see my dad. My dad would always be in the stands. And so this is what he would do. He would just stand up because he, he got thrown out of so many games because he yelled at the refs. <laughs> and so he couldn't talk anymore or they would kick him out. So what he would do, this big, so I'd look, I see on my peripheral vision, there was always the chuckster and he'd stand up and he'd go. <laughs> and I would see in my mind's eye and I'd be like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Ooh. Good, I'm good, and and what that was is that gave me so much confidence. No matter what was going on, because you know what, no matter what, I had a dad that always believed in me. I had a dad that would always say, "I'm cheering you," and I had a dad that just and, and he just went to heaven last year. But I'm just so grateful today. He said, "Well, I didn't have a dad like that," and I know that, but that's a lot of people. But I want to encourage you today. You have a God in heaven. You have a Father in heaven, and today you know what He's doing over you. You know what He's doing. This is what he's doing at all of our locations, and I'm talking to the ones invisible, and I'm talking to the one that's ignoring, I'm talking to the ones you've been through a lot of pain. This is what your heavenly father's doing today. He's seeing you, you went to church unlimited, and he's doing this. That's what he's doing. 
You could have been at the beach. You could be at the lake. You could be, no, you said, I'm going to God's house because those that are planted in the house of God, you're going to flourish. And God is going to do unlimited things. You're pregnant with potential. So I want you to turn the person next to you, and I want you to say you're pregnant with potential. Go ahead. You say, Pastor, that, that was really awkward. I'm not going to lie to you. That one, that was just weird. So here's a question, Church Unlimited. Here's a question. So we, we get stirred up. And by the way, there's two ways we change in life. One is desperation, and one is inspiration. So, you know, uh, you're just here to, like, fire us up. Yes, I am. You're exactly right. I'm here to inspire us, and as we walk according to the power that is within us, guess what? That's what the Holy Spirit wants to do every day. He doesn't want us to change just because it's desperate. He wants us to be inspired. And so how do we get what's in us out of us? How do we get what's growing and developing? How do we do that? And so how do we birth our dreams? If you're taking notes today at all of our locations, if you jot this down, it's the first thing is give yourself permission to dream. Give yourself permission to dream. Think about it. This is the whole aspect of faith as we walk by faith and not by sight. I think too often maybe in the church world as we can kind of, we're like, well, I just need something deeper. Can I tell you there's not anything really deeper than allowing God to work within us and pull out those God-sized dreams, that potential that we didn't know we have. What would you do if you knew you wouldn't fail? What would you do if money was no object? What would you do if you didn't care about the critics anymore? Um, let me just go rapid fire some things that I jotted down. What would you do? Would you write a book? Would you start a business? Would you start another business? Would you write a song? Would you paint a painting? Would you ask someone out? Would you ask someone to marry you? Would you be president? Would you help the poor? Would you help the homeless? Would you conquer literacy? Would you empower the elderly? Would you cure cancer? Would you travel in space? Would you own a hotel? Would you own a hotel chain? Would you get a house? Would you get a second house? Would you adopt an orphan? Would you adopt an orphanage? Would you start a school? Would you educate for, for mental illness? Would you shut down human trafficking? Would you travel the world? Would you travel the world again? Would you go to college? Would you get your master's? Would you get your doctor? Would you learn another language? Would you learn another language again? Congratulations, you're up to three. Would you play the piano? Would you sing? Would you play the guitar? Would you become a nutritionist? Would you take up dancing? Would you take horseback riding lessons? Would you own a horse? Would you own a farm? Would you own an island? Would you become a teacher? Would you become a coach? Would you get in shape? Would you lose weight? Would you reverse diabetes? Would you lower blood pressure? Would you take do a 5K? Would you do a 10K? Would you do a tri- at the line, would you do even more than that? Would you go to Hawaii? Would you become an entrepreneur? Would you invent? Would you be on Shark Tank? Would you start another location? Would you start another service? Would you ask God to bless you to give you a million dollars to bless the kingdom of God and church unlimited? And would you ask God to be crazy, big dreams, bold dreams? God bless me, bless me to see thy kingdom come, bless me so I can go to Pastor Bill and say, God, with the, that vision that you put in his heart, I want to finance the next location. Dream big prayers. Come on, come on. I don't know. I don't know. God says you're pregnant with potential. I'm confident. I'm confident that I think about that it's God is for the underdog. Nobody believed. Nobody believed. Nobody believed after I graduated high school and I'm working uh, landscaping and um, I, was, I got this cool job because of the outfit because they wore green pants. It's called Long Doctor and that you don't have them here apparently because um, I don't see all I don't see a lot of green grass anyway. And so, uh, so this is a lot of, 
Anyway, so they had green, green pants and a tan shirt, and I thought it was cool, but I'm not handy, and I don't know about you. And so I, was, I, had, I just got, I got the job for the outfit, and so I went and I did this motorized thing, and they told me all the instructions. I wasn't paying attention. And later they called me and said, hey, buddy, you know what? We like you. You're a nice guy, but we're going to have to let you go. And I'm like, why? They're like, you burned 100 yards because you over fertilize it. I'm like, my bad, sorry. And then um, after that, then I got a painting job. And then they said, you know what? We're going to have to let you go. And I'm guaranteed that didn't work out, work out too well. And then later on in my own personal story, I was angry at God. And I had a lot of bad experience with, with Christians and stuff like that in church world. And I kind of I kind of just internalized all that. I blocked God out. I'm like, if this is what God's all about, I'm peaced out. If you invite me out to church, I'm like, ah, I don't want to go. And if you kept coming at me, I probably like, would end up cussing you out. That's, I just had so much anger, and that's not a joke. Each and every Sunday, my wife would wake me up. You're going to go to church? You're going to go to church? I'm like, why are you waking me up on my only day off? And she said, why won't you go? I'm like, it's full of a bunch of hypocrites. And she said, there's always room for one more. And I'm like, thanks for the encouragement. <laughs> and so... Here's the deal. And so I'm confident. Listen, guys, I remember then I gave my life to God. That's what I'm trying to get to today. Give your life to God. Give your life to Jesus. And as I get, and don't let people mess you up about God. Let God straighten you out about people. I had this crutch in my life, and God said, lose the crutch, Cremines. And that's not my fault. That's free will. They made those decisions. That's not me. And I allowed God to come back in my life, and he is... And he, it's just been the ride of my life. And I remember then I went into ministry and left six figures to go to $20,000 with no benefits. And then I'm sharing a youth, a youth group, and I'm talking really fast, aren't I? And so here's the deal. And, and I, I remember that these 13 kids, and I was, I was just scared to death. And when I would go to talk, I would stutter, and I was just, like, scared. And I would stay up all night, and I'd, I'm, a, I'm a sweaty pastor. And, and I just like, but somehow, some way, oh man. God blessed and God breathed on it and God breathed on it and God breathed on it and God breathed on it. You don't have to be the best communicator. You don't have to be people don't care how much you know till they know how much you care. And so what I was lacking maybe in communication skills at that time is they can pick up if you're genuine. And those that 13 kids grew to over 100 and a third of the church and God moved in, in a miraculous way. And I'm just here to tell you that you're pregnant with potential and God wants to pull so much out of you. And I just want to encourage you to dream today, Church Unlimited. So give yourself permission to dream. Second, if you're taking notes, give God control to your soul. The Bible says that we, our flesh is going to war against our dreams. The flesh is what I think, what I feel, what I want. And I have this each and every day. And you're never going to get so spiritual in your life that you don't battle the flesh. The Bible says they're at war against each other for the rest of your life. But what we can learn to do is the spirit, that's that power that's working in us, in Ephesians 3.20, is what God thinks, what he feels, and what he wants. And so each and every day we have an opportunity. God, I'm going to give you control control to my soul. And I just want to encourage you today, your friend, your friend is self-control. Your friend is self-control. Galatians 5, it says, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, all these things that we know about the fruit of the Spirit, but that power that works in us, self-control. Give God control to yourself. Self-control. It's in you. Your feelings aren't your friend. If we live by our feelings, we stay on the couch. If we live by our feelings, we watch more TV. 
If we live by our feelings, we, watch, we just, just keep playing video games. If we live by our feelings, I'm just going to eat whatever I want. Feelings are not your friend. Self-control is your friend. Self-control is what gets what's in you out of you. It gets those dreams that are in you out of you. The more self-control you just start compounding, the more you're going to see your dreams realize. Self-control is your friend. You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me. La, la, la. La, 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 la. Self-control. You got a friend in me. Isn't it funny how we look at self-control? It's like, oh, self-control. Oh, I dread self-discipline. No, it's your friend. It's your friend. So give yourself permission to dream. Give God control uh, to your soul. Number three, visualize the completed dream. Visualize and see the completed dream. We walk by faith and not by sight. We take the invisible and we bring it into the visible. God can do anything. And I want to declare to you, if you're battling cancer, you're battling leukemia, you're battling anything, God can heal you today. I said God can heal you today. God can heal you today, whatever you're going through. Whatever you're going through. The next thing is relentlessly set goals. Relentlessly set goals. Dreams are the destination, but goals are how we get there. Goals give traction to our dreams. The Bible says in James, faith without works is dead. And I like to say, well, dreams without goals are dead. Well, I have a dream. My next question, someone shares that. What are your goals? As Christians, as followers of Jesus Christ, relentlessly set goals and write them down. Write them down. Write them down. Habakkuk says, write the vision down so people can see it and run to it. So dreams are the destination. Goals are how we get there. And the last thing is this. How do we get what's inside of us, out of us, if you're taking notes today, is push through the pain. Push through the pain. You're pregnant. With unlimited potential. Church unlimited. How do you get what's inside of you out of you? Give yourself permission to dream. Give God control to your soul. Visualize and complete, see the completed dream and relentlessly set goals, but then push through the pain. How many guys do you have? I'm kind of maybe date myself here. Back in the day, they had Lamaze classes. You know what those are? They'd go to these classes and they would teach you how to breathe for the pregnancy. So my wife and I went and they're like, this is how you breathe. And I'm like, whatever. And I wasn't paying attention. And the time came for Debbie and her water broke. And then we're in the hospital. And they're like, and I'm like, okay, I kind of go into coach mode. And I'm like, come on, Debbie, we got this. And she's like, what do you mean we? <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I kind of went low. I regrouped. And all of a sudden, I let her do her thing. And she's breathing. And then they're working. But then after hours and hours and hours, you know what happened? Is they came in. The doctors came and said, this isn't going well. And if you don't do something different, sweetheart, we're going to have to come in and take this baby. So I didn't care what she thought anymore. I went into full-blown coach mode. And I said, come on, Kermit. Come on, Debbie, we can do this. Come on, Debbie. Push. Push. 
Watch me push. 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 And then as I was just kind of in the moment, I said, you can do it, Debbie. Just suck it up. You ever like said something, you wish you could kind of like, whoa, oh, I maybe I didn't word that the right way. I kid you not, when I said that, true story, the doctors and nurses were in football position, looked at me like, hey, who's the goober? And then they had a word of prayer right there. God, we help, we pray for this lady right now. She is a, <laughs> suck it up. I didn't maybe say the right thing, but here's the deal. If she didn't push and push for the pain, uh, it wasn't going to happen. Last year, I led the church and um, we were stuck in a dilapidated um, retail spot. And that was from my own fear. And I uh, felt the Holy Spirit saying, you got to go, you got to go, you got to go, you got to get out of this thing. There's more inside of Northway. And I'm like, so here's the deal. So I told the church, we're going to leave. And they're like, where are we going to go? I'm like, I don't know. Because the landlord came back and said, I said, we're going to build and we'll stay here. And he said, well, I'm going to jack your rent up 50%. And so he was trying to strong arm us to keep us there. And I'm like, God, he's the devil. Did you just do that anyways? Anyway, so anyway, I was just, uh, uh, then I, I was like, we, we got to leave. And so where we ended up going was we ended up going to a bar. And we lost 30% of the church. And then I, I get it, because I'm the pastor, and I didn't want to go to church. And I, our children's room was where Snoop Dogg was the other night for Rizzle Sizzle. And I get it. So anyway, it was just like, I get it. I understand. But then after that, then they, we didn't get the financing. And the financing fell through. And, and then we didn't get the approvals. And then I heard the enemy saying, this is the worst decision you've ever made in your life. You're a terrible leader. You're this, you're that. Look what you did. And look how the church is dying and all this stuff. And then on top of that, then my dad died and went home to heaven. And I just remember going, I just remember some days I just fight off some discouragement and I remember the, oh, my own voice is popping around in my head but I'm so glad I heard another voice because another verse another voice came in it was the Holy Spirit of God and said don't you quit push push but God man God God it's not it's not looking good man push push and I'm so grateful I'm so grateful today that according to the power that is at work within us, now there's a state of the art, and God did so many miracles, and here's why. Now to him be glory in his church from generation to generation. It's his church, Jesus Christ. You are pregnant with potential. Come on, Church Unlimited. Come on, Church Unlimited. Is anybody here grateful for what God has done in your life? Has God been good to anybody else? Come on, church. Can we do a praise break today at all of our locations? Can we let heaven hear us of how good he's been to us? According to the power that is at work within us, you're pregnant. You haven't peaked. You haven't plateaued. There's more inside of you. You may be the invisible one. But God sees you, and God believes in you. You say, Pastor, I received that today. This is kind of weird holding this up. Here you go. <laughs> Pastor, I received that today. I am going to move towards my dreams. I'm going to give God control to my soul and my flesh, and I'm going to walk by the Spirit of God. I'm going to give myself permission to dream again. I'm going to become a relentless. I'm going to set goals. I'm going to write them down. And then you know what? I'm going to just go, and I'm going to push through the pain, and I'm not going to stop until I breathe my last breath. That's you today, Church Unlimited. Would you raise your hand at all of our locations? Hold them high. Hold them high, church. Come on. 
Lord Jesus, we love you today. Bless every single heart here. You see every single person. Bless them, encourage them, and thank you for always believing in us more than we believe in you. We love you, Jesus. Thank you for your Holy Spirit's power working in us at all times. In Christ's name, amen.